seaside by the shore the shop sells taffy and nothing more but down the way you can blow some glass it's a podcast i remember the big beard the tears we feared the cold cases of beer but i still feel like you owe me twelve dollars but you were like an estus that i would like to save you were like an estus that i would like to save hey everybody Welcome back to Teenage Dirtbag Season 2. Uh, well, you know, season like a million. We've been doing this forever. But Season 2 that we yeah. finally are releasing. He, season 2 T-O-O. Season, oh. So it, it's, a, it's a Teenage Dirtbag Season as well, and is what he meant. Me, as always, I'm Brayton Cameron. And, uh, and and Gary Butterfield, my co-host du jour, de life. How are you? De la soul. De la uh, I'm good. Do I owe you $12? No, not really. Okay. <laughs> like I mean, it, it's within the realm of possibility. Yeah. Uh, as roommates, yeah. you know our lives are entangled in so many ways. Um, similar bathrooms, yeah. Similar hallways. <laughs> it's similar the same kitchens. bathrooms in hallways. <laughs> well, I don't know if I want to go that far. Okay, but yeah. the uh, yeah, we're back with the season as well, season T O O, and T-O-O. yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, happy to be back. Do you think yeah. Gary? Uh, do you pronounce two and two differently? Two and two? Do you mean? Two and two. Yeah. One, okay. two, three. Because some people four. don't. I just wanted to ask. Siva. Yeah. Gary, Six what, are we, <laughs> what are we doing today? Uh, today we're doing a little song by Third Eye Blind. Mm. Surprisingly, our first Third Eye Blind song. Surprising. That's amazing, right? Yeah. Uh, a little song called Never Let You Go. Never Let You Go. It is it is a hard so I knew this song before I knew the title. Like if somebody was just like, Yeah, third eye blind, never let you go, uh, I would not know what they're talking about. Sure, yeah. Because it is like it has it has lyrics. Mm-hmm. And we'll get into lyrics because it has stupid lyrics. Yeah. But the uh it is like the lyrics are musically neutral. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything is just in the same cadence and rhythm and note of the guitar. Yeah. So it's more or less just like a mono melody. It's like some it's like somebody play it's like green sleeves. Yeah. Like somebody playing it on a you know on a, on a classic fife. <laughs> so would you go so far as to say that you remember the stupid things, the mood ring, the bracelets <laughs> and the beads? I remember, I remember the the red guy, <laughs> the, the matrix guy. face, the drummer, the and the yeah. the Asian the guy who's the definitely shots. making a sex face at one point. Yeah, New, New Diamond Phillips. So yeah. I call that guy. Yeah. <laughs> So let, let's talk about uh, this video, which, like many of our videos, has kind of like a, a musical portion and then a story portion. It goes back and forth between the yeah, two. Yeah. So uh, musical portion, pretty straightforward. It is the band, uh, all four members, even though I'm I sure don't know if I want to call this there. straightforward. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah, well, for the yeah. music, they're playing, they're playing on top of a, some scaffolding. Yeah. That's that, that pretty part is. normal. But that's, that's the same scene that the other weird things happening. I guess that's one true. of the other weird things. Yeah, it's the same. So while this, this lead singer who we should talk about a little bit is like, uh, I described it as like the, the DNA runoff from when Paul Rudd was born. Yeah. Like he, he is just the, the remainders of like, if Paul Rudd was like, you know, Jersey boy, douche extraordinaire. So like, you're, like, you're saying is if they redid the movie Paul, they redid the movie Twins, in which Paul Rudd played Arnold Schwarzenegger, this guy yes. would play this <laughs> be, he'd, be, 
he'd be the veto. He'd be Danny the veto. And the, um, yeah, he, cause he kind of looks, it looks like from a glance, he looks a little bit like Paul Rudd. Yeah. Uh, with, with two important differences. Uh, one, zero charisma. Yeah. Uh, two, he's jacked. Yeah, he's a, he's probably did, you know, upwards of 40 push-ups right before filming every scene. Just to get that, like, man glean. Yeah, just like he was ready to go. And it's not just his his gross beef boyness or the way that his bones are less attractive than Paul Rudd's. It's also the things he does with his face. Like, he just makes real angry smarm faces at the camera. Yeah. Real consistently, like, meh. He's definitely... Yeah. You know, at this point in his career, they're on their third album. They've reached the the heights of their success, and they're on their way down. And he's that's what the scaffolding looks like. very much over it, I think. Yeah, I think so too. Um, so while while they're playing, there's they cut down on the same scaffolding. He's also hanging from the scaffolding mm-hmm. while people scale him. Now this uh, is where it gets a little weird for me from a spatial sense because I thought he was like in the middle of the scaffolding. Am I wrong? Like he, I, he, like there's that platform, and I thought he was like underneath it, in the middle of the platform. I, I think that's true too. He's hanging from it. But then, um, do you mean like in the middle or versus the, being on the edge? Yeah, I think he's on. I think he's on. I think he's on the front edge of the platform. Um, okay. I mean, I, I guess I don't really sense. have that much to to back it up with. Yeah. Um, but well, it I, makes I more do sense because uh, yeah. the way that it ends. Which let's get to it when we get to it. Let's not. Yeah, let's get to it. Right now, with a poem about an onion. The, um, so, so while that's happening, and they introduce all these people just climbing them, and they're just randos, right? Yeah. And then uh, they're super, like, the black cat, but with blonde hair. Like, mm-hmm. the, the Spider-Man black cat costume lady with just, like, gigamo, like, like big boobs. Yeah. Uh, you know, I think super it's curves. mostly the, the clothing that's really helping out here. Yeah, like a skin-tight leather slip. Mm-hmm. Um, a bustier, a corset for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the, and the uh, flared wings at the top of the. Who's ever heard of a talking corset? Of course. Uh, of course. But uh, yeah, of course, of course, it the um with uh, these like <laughs> like nine inch like high heels that like look like they were just made for like cock and ball torture. Yeah. Like it is a it is a CBT nightmare, and this whole video is like very CBT centric. Yeah. Like just like all the like her stepping tantalizingly close to his rug junk. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I really, like, I like Paul Rudd a lot, and I just, I feel like you're insulting Paul Rudd every time you compare these guys. And there's a little bit of me that's like, come on, don't talk bad about Paul Rudd. <laughs> I, I love Paul Rudd, too. There's nothing, uh, there's nothing I, I dislike about Paul Rudd. The, uh, but I just, I just think that, unfortunately, I, I, you don't, like, yeah, we probably each have, like, like a slightly uglier, Top. Oh, actually, I mean, or like a like an ideal version of us. Like yeah. there's a version of us who kind of looks like us, but they're like way more put together and and attractive looking. Yeah, I think you you're know, right in this world. But uh, so that it cuts back and forth between that. That's 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 our that's our home base between yeah. these little excursions into short story world. Do you wanna do you wanna take us into the uh, the first short story? Or do you, do you think it's time to do one of our uh, famous segments? I think we should probably do one of the fav- famous segments, don't you? I think it's probably about paste. On pace for that. Okay. What do you think about just doing a little bit of the old tournament? I I like it. Uh, which which tournament is stupider? <laughs> yeah. Like, no. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about which Pokemon is cutest, Gary. Mr. Mom and Pikachu. I think one is gross and I think the other is cute. Some Pokemon they ain't that cute, but I think some are. 
How about you, Cobble Tops? I love it. Okay. I, it's been, it's been, it's been wow. a <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, I, uh, I haven't thought about Pokemon in nearly, uh, enough time, but in a little, uh, little micro segment about, uh, cause we, we have one of our famous segments, uh, yeah. Dayton Brayton. Mm-hmm. Which is about uh, you telling dating stories. We have a, another one of our segments that we haven't done in a while, which is Brayton Dayton, uh-huh. which is about me uh, talking about dating. Uh, I was talking to a girl who had an amazing Cubone tattoo, and I had to no. <laughs> break her heart and tell her that Cubone got. <laughs> Cubone's weird little dick got jerked off by a larvitar, and uh, oh, might have ruined it. I shouldn't. I shouldn't lead with that. Oh, cool Cubone tattoo. Here, check out what he likes or doesn't like as the case. Or what he's not into. Wow, did yeah. you really like that? Was your your opening? No, I'm. Line? I'm just, <laughs> no, I, I, I wish. I, I'm just joking. Uh, maybe I don't wish, but I, I do think it was funny. But I, yeah, I'm just uh, just joking. I did bring it up though. I did say that yeah. like I like Cubone, but he's been up to some trouble, yeah. and I just kind of left it at that. Yeah, yeah, poor Cubone. Yeah. Oh yeah. goodness, um, it's a cool tattoo. I mean, Cubone's great. Yeah, Kipling's really cool. It's just an unfortunate association with Larvitar. <laughs> he fell into the mad crowd. <laughs> um, anyway, let's get on to today's, uh, today's contestants. Okay, so Gary, we are now on the right side of the bracket. So oh, man. The uh, four of the right side, we're almost at the final four. We're not oh, there, man. But we're getting close. Uh, <laughs> Maybe we're at the like, four, final, uh, let me add this up real quick in my head, final eight. No, I don't know. Um, okay. So today it is Slow King versus Panseer. Okay. Slow King versus Panseer. If you'll remember, Slow King uh, deftly defeated Porygon just because Porygon is edgy, and uh, Panseer defeated Onedge for very much the same reason. Yeah, and that is uh, that is very that was a real squeaker because for those who are not familiar, uh, Panseer is a fire monkey who just has a turd emoji. For a head, he's the worst. Like all of that, that triplet of monkeys, it's like the worst. Um, there's that one that looks like Janice. Good, right? Like, oh, this, so this is some of your worst work, Pokemon San. Um, so I, I and I and I love Slowking. Um, I love, Slowking is not just cute, but he's also like a triumph because Slowbro is is like the best. Like he's like a super amazing idiot. I think you've seen. I think I showed you this when uh, Valentine's Day, which is recently for yeah. people. It's about a week ago. Um, the uh, there were these these Pokemon Valentine's Day cards and they're all just puns and they're great, mm-hmm. um, but the the Slowbro one just says Happy New Year's and there's no like <laughs> underlining of the joke, nice. and I really love it. So I I have to give this to Slowking. I like that this is his time to shine. He like he turned into a Slowbro by dipping his tail into yeah. a thing and now he has slayed that that cloister, mm-hmm. which is now he's wearing as a helmet yeah. in like an awesome move. There's also a Nick Cage face. <laughs> On the first page. Yes, there is a good Slow King, Nick Cage. Well done, Gary. Well done. Yeah, I love so Slow King. Slow King advances as the first. Uh, yeah. See the first, first of the final four. Seed. And, well, not the first of the final four. Uh, we're not quite at the final four yet. Okay. What we're, we're, we're the. We're not even seeding the, the final four yet. The fifth of the final eight. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Uh, it's amazing how, like, for people who are listening, this idea is probably, uh, you know, I mean, it's not even new to us. I don't even know what I was going for. Yeah. <laughs> Why I yeah. still think this is so funny. Um, 
There's a, there's a YouTube, there's a picture, it's just an image, it just says how to use Slow King, and the picture on Slow King's face, it's just like, oh shit, I'm caught. <laughs> <laughs> I really like it. Oh, nobody likes know. being used, Gary. No, I know, but I mean, I yeah, I guess that's true. But now he doesn't have to deal with that, he's he's our lord and regent. It's true. He's, he's, he's no longer like Slow Viscount. I didn't elect him. Yeah, <laughs> not my president. Just because he put his tail into... Uh, into a river doesn't mean that he gets to be a monarch. Ah, uh, you know, it does for me. Okay. I think that's how they decide popes, and that's how they decide <laughs> royalty in the Pokemon world. Mm-hmm. Is which Pokemon has a vestigial tail, tail yeah. and then dips into a river. Yeah. Uh, okay, Carrie. Let's get back to the business, shall we? Okay. Yeah. Um, let's go through this first scenario. It is in a real nice-looking Chinese restaurant. I think so, too. It looks fancy. It, it does look fancy. And well, uh, until until we get the, the seamy underbelly <laughs> that we get yeah. to a little bit later. <laughs> and uh, the band is having what appears to be a good time. And in typical fashion, the uh, lead singer is sitting by himself trying to look lonely and pensive in order to attract women, which he does. Mm-hmm. And here yeah, we have... Yeah, lady. Yeah, the, this is the, the woman from the uh, skin-tight uh, vinyl costume earlier comes up and starts talking with him. Mm-hmm. And then a nightmare fog rolls in, much like the <laughs> intro to Demon Souls. Or like the green fog from the Ten Commandments that kills yes. the firstborn. <laughs> yes. Um, it, it sterilizes all the sperm in his rucksack. Rudsack, yeah. I guess. And the... Um, Good to so, take so my rudsack down the train track. <laughs> Loaded in the hatchback. Um, so he, he's talking to her, and you think everything's going to go well. But then something terrible happens. Yeah, the green smoke. <laughs> the, the radio lab cadence for some reason. <laughs> and then something beautiful happened. And it's sort of beautiful. Um, it, yeah, the green smoke comes in and he becomes uh, distracted. And mm-hmm. she gets real mad. Yes. Um, so that's really it. Like, it's not like this isn't that terrible. The terribleness is just like what happens if you get a text yeah. on a date. <laughs> Which is not that big a deal, dog. Just go to the bathroom or ignore it. Like it's not even like a, a date. Like he's there with his band. Yeah, and she shows up and she just starts chatting him up. Is what I take it as. And then she's mad that uh, she's not as interesting as she'd like to be. <laughs> it is. Um, she she's unsuccessful getting this this Adonis right. Right. It, is the way the video is trying to present it to me. I think she can do better. Um, I agree. The, uh, so as this is happening, everything's falling apart. The band's having fun, but the, the scene has turned dark. Um, a couple of interesting things happen. Uh, one, we get a, a straight out of the, like, a maggot wipe. Like, yeah. it switches to another scene in the thing and shows a bunch of maggots on the food. So, yeah, like, is, when the get song, out of there, dog. Yeah, the song changes to some sort of bridge uh, where it isn't just playing. This is this is like an aggressively simple song, and it is. Uh, I, I, I described this to you when we were watching it uh, earlier. Is that uh, the same way that like I feel like as much as I, I love the Talking Heads, yeah. um, and Tina Weymouth is a great bassist, but a lot of Talking Heads songs I feel like are designed to murder bassists, yeah, yeah. just because they're literally like once in a lifetime is just those two notes back and forth at the same rhythm for five minutes. Right. This is like that for guitarists, but yeah. unlike Tina Weymouth, like I don't mind if this guy gets murdered by boredom. Like, yeah, it is fine for me. Yeah, this is very much, it, it's kind of like every time I think of the theme song to the WTF podcast, and I'm like, mm. oh, it's just, you're just playing that one note. 
Yeah, yeah. This, this is a lot like Sweet Jane, actually, the chord progression. Oh, okay. It's not exactly the same, but it sounds like the... the but it doesn't come back up. Um, so, so they show these maggots, and it's like straight out of the Stone Temple Pilots collection. Yeah. Like, these are these are, these are the maggot wipe, too, and it's like the only, like, maggot scene. Yeah. There's another scene that's a little bit, uh, like, Pilots license later. Yeah, um, well, it's appropriate, because uh, fake Paul Rudd at this point is, is wearing, like, a... Shitty leopard print jacket of some sort from the lit collection. Yeah, from the yeah. lit or collection. Or I think I think if it was a fuzzy jacket, uh, yeah. Scott Weiland would have worn it from the uh, uh, Bang Bang Baby days. Oh, he also sure. turns into like Mephistopheles at this point because that like little pop of uh, pop of audio at about a minute and fifty eight seconds. There's a long shot of him sitting in a chair staring at the camera like he's the devil. And it goes on for like a full three seconds for no reason before switching to fireworks and maggots. Pop-up audio. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he's he's the, the fate puppet master. He's in control of the green mist that was eventually his undoing. He, he's that haunted Harlequin from the uh, <laughs> other video. You princess. No, no, no. Well, yes, but also the one about the way like days can go different ways. Oh, with the, uh, yeah, everything you want by uh, yeah, he's like from everything you want. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, so we go back to to Scaffold City uh, for a little bit, but before we get there, I want to ask you a quick question. Please do. What you drinking? What you drinking? Oh, Gary, I'm so glad that you asked. Um, I'm actually drinking some blackberry cider. Uh, it was made in Bend, Oregon. I can't remember the name of the company right now. I apologize. I like how Bend, Oregon is a full sentence and a city. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll do. Um, <laughs> yeah, sometimes I just pick it up and give it a little shake. Yeah, give it a little shake, shake. Um, cool. That sounds how about, great. How about you, Gary? What are you drinking? Drinking a little bit of Dutch Brothers coffee. Oh. I uh, had a very hard time falling asleep last night, so I'm a little bit underslept. Okay. And, uh, yeah, this is helping out. Okay, good. Um, yeah. This is just a straight drip coffee? You got, you're having a fancy latte? Well, here's the thing. Uh, Dutch Brothers just does Americanos. Oh, is that true? Yeah. They, just, they just do espresso there. So um, everything they do is, a, is an Americano. Oh, okay. So I guess I'm not just drinking a coffee. I'm drinking a, a, a double shot Americano. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, well, I'm playing a little good. dangerously. It's 8 p.m. But. It's really good that we cleared that up. <laughs> yeah, no, it is good. Well, I mean, you did ask, and I couldn't yeah. think of a funny answer, so I just decided to answer for real. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, uh, so, Gary, in this, this music video, I couldn't help but notice uh, that the drummer is just a dude. Uh, yes. And uh, the I'm going to say, I'm hesitantly using the term lead guitarist, um, is... Neo from the Matrix. He is definitely uh, taking a Matrix kind of look about him. And, like, it feels... So this song came out in 2000, right? Mm-hmm. And Matrix is, like, what year? 99, I think. 99. So it's not so bad. It seems about right to cop that fashion. Um, the, uh, But it's not a good look. And later on in the video, kind of maybe during this break, he actually leans back on the ground and plays guitar. This like four note guitar solo. Yeah, that is yeah. very sad. Like, I I never criticize music for being too simple. Like, that's not my thing. Yeah. But this song, I will. Well, it, uh, it, it's, there's it's no not, bass. Like, it's yeah. it's all in one register. It's it's it not is. that the song is so simple. Uh, for me personally, it's not that the song is so simple. It's that the, like 
this band uh, in the video is so hyped to be playing this song as if like as if like they've accomplished something as if they were like Carlos fucking Santana on smooth <laughs> and they ain't <laughs> was there there was like an onion article that came out recently it was like Carlos Santana and Rob Thomas's smooth sweeps Grammys for 16th consecutive year just <laughs> yeah. holding like double armfuls of Grammys yeah. Um, I just noticed something too. So I just, I just have when we do these shows, I like to have the video uh, on in the background. I'm now on my like fifth watch of it, and it's kind of like being in the in the like hell. But yeah. I, uh, I noticed that the the evil mist, the 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 uh, fog that came from Boletaria that like makes everything turn bad, comes from the uh, the scaffolding. Like when they first start playing, the mist like emanates from them and okay. then goes into these scenes. So what does so that mean for the poor? It means that they're producing badness across the country. They're yeah, ruining, no shit. They're ruining like, their he's... own lives. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I could have told you that third eye blind. <laughs> um, is, this, uh, is this time for one of our favorite uh, segments, Toss Salad and Scrambled Eggs, oh, where we psychoanalyze the bands that we, mm-hmm. we yeah. watch their videos? Hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling Toss Salads and Scrambled Eggs. Uh, so, so when I look at... Uh, uh, the guy from Third Eye, Third Eye Blind, yeah. one classic uh, neurological disorder comes to mind, and that's a narcissistic personality disorder. Oh, for sure. Like, this guy, I've never seen a more classic case of just, like, unreasonable narcissism. Yeah. The, he, he's cast himself so many times in this video. Yeah, he's playing himself, <laughs> like, he's playing himself, and he's playing himself. Himself, yeah, over various timelines. If not, there might be a, an additional fourth self if you're considering Mephistopheles' self. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, his secret identity. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, more, more importantly, like, the premise of the video is also, like, him being too good for this extremely attractive human being to be, like, interested. Yep. And and then just uh, favoring other extremely attractive human beings right. while his band's members just kind of dork around and ruin things for him and cockblock him. <laughs> like, that's the video. What a but, piece of shit. But not even cockblock him because he doesn't care. <laughs> like they're cockblocking without knowing it, which isn't yeah. really a thing. Like you can't cockblock somebody and they don't know. But it's yeah. kind of what's happening. It seems like. But it, it, how do we want to put this? Like it's not a cockblock if he doesn't want to have sex with her. It it, it, is, and it uh, seems like well, he only would if like he didn't have anything else going on, and he clearly has something else going on. So so even though you know you can't cockblock him because he doesn't want to have sex, are they pussy preventing the girl? Because she could have kept making <laughs> yes, making her move. Exactly doing they're they're yeah. doing exactly that. That's why they're she, vagina blocking. Yeah, they are. They're totally they're sealing that thing right up. Um, yeah, and, and stacking. <laughs> <laughs> the old uh, minge moat, if you will. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they put up a minge. <laughs> they're, they're, they're setting the quim to quiet. Like, yeah, that's exactly. Quim, quim, quim quitting uh, this lady. And and um, yeah, so I mean, but and that's part of like her frustration, right? Is that minge? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's okay. It's 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 better. It's better. I learned from you. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's that's the thing. That's what this video is about. This narcissist and everyone around him is stopping these ladies yeah. from coming on to him. And he can't lift a goddamn finger because he uh, he's a piece it. of shit. Everybody no matter how much he wants her to step on his balls with high heels, like, it is never going to happen. So so back back to the thing. And then we we go back into a, a second scenario here. Mm-hmm. And the second scenario is... <laughs> it's even less plotted and interesting. Yeah, which, like, which is... So stupid. They're both in a, the back of a limo, and he spits his gum at her, and she throws it back, and then the rest of the band comes in, and she's grumpy about it. And and even the spitting gum thing, she kind of smiles about it, but yeah. he's actually mad. Like, he was trying to throw that to hurt her or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is really weird, and like, that's some extreme negging. Like, yeah, you're spitting your gum at somebody. Well, he yeah. spits it out onto his leg and then throws it at her. Yeah, it's a weird situation. For and the rest of the guys who are—they're all probably going to the same hotel. They just need a ride. Come yeah. in, they're just having fun goofs. Yeah, and, and then that—that's the mist. Yeah, and and that's it. That's the mist uh, exactly. Um, so you know, cut back to she's continuing to climb. Uh, people that are hanging off of fake Paul Rudd's legs while fake Paul Rudd also plays guitar on top of himself (laughs) (laughs) and mugs for the camera Uh, and then occasionally sings a line about breaking promises to moms. Well, we're we're getting there. The um, yeah, we're, he he definitely does the and this, the lyrics of the song are very rhyming dictionary. Yeah, I gotta say, um, we're, we're we're close to wrapping it up. We get to the third scenario. Third scenario, uh, it's actually backstage at presumably a Third Eye Blind concert. Yeah. And uh, she comes up to him and starts kind of like, hey, buddy. And he initially seems kind of interested. Yeah. Uh, and there's this guy with tattoos all over his face. Who could have literally been anybody. He could have been the band roadie or the manager or anything. And she's kind of already upset that he's coming in and interrupting their private time. What a like what a weird choice to choose a guy who is tattooed has his entire face tattooed. Yeah. Like you could have chosen anyway, they're so conspicuous. Like I don't know what that adds to anything. Uh <laughs> but then then two other ladies who are like not appreciably hotter than the first lady show up. And just yeah. again, just like, you know You've got a, a low rent fruza bulk and you've got <laughs> other person. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh yeah, and then <laughs> Fruza Balkan friend. Um, show up. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, and then, and then that's, there's no resolution to that storyline. She she walks away. Yeah, she just walks away and that's it. And he did let her go. Um, but she never let him go. I guess, I guess that's true. That's Maybe it's sung from her perspective and and he's the one, cause he, he's got that look of like a guy, like kind of like, you know, a, 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 a kind of like greasy mobster type who's way into his mom. Yeah. Like, yeah. just like, you know, hey, if you bring up my mother, I'm socking you in the jaw. Yeah. Like, he looks a little bit like a that. A couple fajolis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then we're going to eat some fajolis. Um, so before we actually get to the resolution, though, um, I think we have, there's, there's one more segment I want to make sure we get in. Oh, is that? Because it's been a while since we've done it. Which, which Pokemon is the cutest part two? <laughs> yes. Okay, great. We've got uh, some progress right. here. Mr. Mom and Pikachu, I think one is gross and I think the other is cute. Some Pokemon, they ain't that cute, but I think some are. How about you, Cobbletops? So, now, second one of the day, are you ready? It is Chris Elliott versus Furfrow. Okay, there we go. Chris Elliott. Okay, the weird angular dragon who uh, starred in Get a Life. 
Yeah. I remember. Floor uh-huh. um, 11. Yep. <laughs> this, this is the weird, this is like the the, the star Nessie mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, the lunar... Lunar swan, That's interesting. I think is what we call yeah, in a lunar swan. This is very interesting. This is a hard one because I, I think, and I don't know if you, uh, if where you're at with this, but I mean, I don't think you are. I think you're uh, generally more dog friendly than me, even though I am much. I'm at my dog friendliest at any given moment. I'm getting more and more dog friendly as I get older. Mm-hmm. Um, I've still never warmed up the poodles. I think that they're really ugly. Okay. As dogs, and that is what what frau frau fur frau is, is a poodle dog. Yeah, similar. Um, whereas Cresselia is more like cosmic and stuff, but it's hard to hook. I don't know if I can call her cute. Like she's got rings like Saturn. Mm-hmm. They seem like they'd be sharp. Yeah, I think. Um, I think you're right. It's a hard. Yeah, it might, this is surprisingly hard. I mean, that's how tournaments work. Like they get tougher, but I might have to go for Furfrow. Okay, on that one. I'm going to send you an image uh, because that's what we do here, and I want you to look at it. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, so yeah, what is this? This clearly Bowie-inspired, like young punk lady licking a frafra with a heart forehead. Are we sure it's a lady? No, it's a, definitely a young punk. It is a young punk, uh, like, an androgynous young punk. I will say that. I'm not sure it's a lady. That is a, how the, the signifiers immediately presented themselves to me. But I could see an argument for any anywhere on the spectrum. Um. Yeah, I, I still have to give it to Frau Frau, even though this does dock points. I think this is less cute. <laughs> I like that this is a, like, it's not just a tournament about the Pokemon, but it's also about how fans interpret the Pokemon. <laughs> it is, well, the Pokemon contains multitudes. Oh, sure. Like, it is, uh, it's a, it's a whole thing. But yeah, for Frau, just because, uh, I think that, uh, Cresselia is way cooler. Yeah. In all ways. Like, I am way into a Cosmic Swan, but yeah. the, uh, uh, you know what, though? There's some fan art when we're talking about the interpreting. There's a couple of real cute Cresselias down the page. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, you know what? I'm, I'm doing a classic reversey. Whoa. Give it to Cresselia. I, I can't give an award to a poodle, I think. Like, I hate poodles. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, uh, I mean, I'm just imagining it being on stage when we present it, and I just can't handle it. So if we're including fan art, which we are, you're showing me a fan art that definitely knocks down Furfrow a couple points. Yeah. Me finding these really, really cute Cresselias, and because of Cresselia, in his work in uh, Get a Life, going Cresselia. I don't think she's going to make it to the next round, but yeah. uh, she's going to have that prestige to kind of lord over Furfrow, the garbage dog for shit people. <laughs> so <laughs> That's real harsh. That's real harsh. <laughs> I, can, I can say that maybe Furfrow's not the best choice, but the garbage dog for shit people is really, really vicious. That was what it says on the back. If you buy a poodle... From a pet store. Yeah. They advertise as the dark garbage dog for shit people. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, there's uh, a little Pikachu with a mustache down here, too. Into it. Yeah. Pikachu beats Furfrow, 2016. <laughs> um, the, uh, did you know that the B-side for this song is called Butter? I didn't know that, but that's... Is it about Levi's cat? I wish. Boy, <laughs> do I wish that was the case, because the alternative... Like, I'm sure this song is not very, that yeah. Butter song is not very good. But if we're going to talk about some Stumptown Dumplings, and we are. I was, that's what I was going to go into. I you, I'm, I'm amazed about, that you caught me at. I want to yeah. talk about Toast and Butter. Oh, that, those are that's a good couple of Stumptown Dumplings. Let's hear that <laughs> theme real quick. Okay.
dumplings. <laughs> Man. Uh, yeah, toast, butter, good dumplings. They're from Levi's Cats. Mm-hmm. Uh, toast is amongst the finest cats I've ever met. Mm, uh, he he is like he's not he wouldn't win the tournament, but he is Roar's tier. I think. Yeah, I love that cat. Yeah, real sweetheart. Yeah, it drools a lot. It's kind of like gross and, and unpleasant, but it's so it's it you know the cat cares. So soft, like amazingly soft, very pretty. Mm. Butter is a more challenging cat. <laughs> um, a little bit more you know uh, skittish and a, a more playful. A little bit younger, I think, too, and that's part of what's going on. Yeah. Here's a little little trivia of our friend Levi. Uh, when we first met Livia, or, uh, uh, Levi, he had a dog named Dawkins that was a corgi and was, like, amazing. Oh, cool. So he used to go over there, and there was Toast, the amazing photogenic, like, god-tier S-rank cat, and then <laughs> Dawkins, the S-rank amazing, like, corgi dog that used to yeah. run around and crawl all over you, and it was awesome. <laughs> yeah, Levi's good at pets. Levi's good at pets, good at cooking, also a stuntown dumpling. Good at dancing too. Oh, good at rock climbing. Good at yeah. He's, he goes out dancing. It, like he has an amazing collection of hobbies that feel very incongruous to me. Like Levi, our friend Levi, who you may know, uh, people who listen to the network may know from the Dungeons and Dragons extra so to watch out for fireballs, mm. um, who DM'd that game. Uh, he is a uh, a fan of cooking. He's like the best chef I've met. Um, board games, video games, and, and tabletop games. That's how I interact with him most of the time. But he's like a tea connoisseur. Like, he, like, knows what makes a good tea and goes to tastings and stuff. He's into, like, ballroom dancing mm-hmm. and rock climbing. Yeah. And, like, those are his hobbies, and they're so, like, all over the place, but it's great. And painting miniatures. And he's he's wonderful at that. He's an award-winning miniature painter. Is that true? Yeah. Oh, he's yeah, a, that's right. He won that contest. Yeah. Yeah. And he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's a polymath. Like, that guy's great. Yeah. Um... Yeah, very impressive human. Um, let's let's put this bad boy to bed here. Let's say what happens here at the end of this video. Okay, so there's no real resolution, but we still just for posterity we should the, say the big awkward finale, which I I have a comment on it, is that she gets to what you think is going to be the pinnacle. She reaches fake Paul Rudd, only to then surpass him, likely to meet other fake Paul Rudd. <laughs> <laughs> What a dream. And and, um, and then Dangly Paul Rudd is sad-faced. And Dangly Paul Rudd gets ca- haunted by the mist, which turns all the people climbing him into, at worst, kind of like basic ugly people, and at even worse than that, uh, monsters. Monster faces, yeah, for sure. Yeah, they get they get straight up like monster face. Um, so he gets cli- climbed by Beast, and that makes second fake Paul Rudd uh, decide to go into an ill-advised rap at the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is like among the stupidest things I've ever heard. <laughs> oh, you remember like, the stupid things, the mood rings, the bracelets, nickels and dimes, yours and mine, did the cash and all your dreams. <laughs> you don't, you don't dream, dream for, for me, me no. no. Goodbye, goodbye. You don't dream for me, no. But I uh, still feel you like a pulse, like a sonar, and the days and the waves, and that girl was like a sunburn, I would like to say. Well, that's I, would say, like I thought it was say, ah. but this is, yeah. according to the lyrics here, it says say. Instead of save. Okay. I'm going to stick with save because yeah. that's the whole point. That makes more it's, sense. It's a memory. I would like to say is and, you know. a real, yeah. And it makes it really cast, it really villainizes that girl. Like, what a piece of shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, this guy is the worst. Yeah. Um, do, do we have any, any wrap up thoughts on this, uh, this piece of garbage? Like, uh, good idea. Break a promise to your mother. Yeah, I will. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I, if I had to like guess the the number one person who I've lied to the most in my life, it's probably my mother. That's you know that's maybe true for me too. I think yeah, I think it's pretty common, right? Like you oftentimes break a promise to your mother. Sure. You know, like be careful. Oh, I will. <laughs> you know. Fuck you, mom. <laughs> yeah, I broke a promise to my mother. Um, <laughs> Turn around. Oh, uh, and yeah. just for those that are fans, I haven't done the uh, like the big hook. I haven't scattered the big hook of this song. Do you think I should? Uh, I think probably it's a, it's a good way for us to to go out before we actually go out. Okay, good. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, <laughs> Gary. Let's end this, shall we? Because if you know, when we get to the end of the episode. Every episode, it ends a certain way. You, you may think, think that you've seen everything. You might think that, but you ain't seen nothing. Because Gary Butterfield has an onion poem. Gary... Hit it. Uh, much like I do every every week. <clears throat> this is called studying. It's a little bit long, I warn you. Okay. Out from the sunset rode a horse you may have known, with a mane from here to Timbuktu, a trotter to the bone. Chill winds do not freeze him, just like criminals do not please him. He will punish your treason, as a re- as regular as an atom of cesium. I'm speaking of the legend of the onion horse, the story that leaked around the world, his legacy spelled out by Samuel Morse, dash, dash, dot, dash, 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 dot, dot. You've heard that you can't lead a horse to water. This horse will jump into the pot and create a thin and savory stew for children around the world to sacrifice himself and see their future unfurled. Fought off the Axis forces, Japan, German, Italian, that was the origin of this horse, the Scallion Stallion. No one knows where he got his onion powers still, but when you need an onion horse, only one can fit the bill. Some say it was Nazi science, and others say it was cosmic rays. I know one thing and one thing only. The Scallion Stallion will save the day. So when you go to sleep tonight, cry no more tears. Under layer after layer of blanket, cast off your childish fears, because whether it be a library book returned or a criminal nook to be burned, the Scallion Stallion has your back. And if you need some kids to feed, or your mare needs a jolly rutting, Scallion Stallion is available for studying. <laughs> I had to work really hard to not laugh through the whole thing. <laughs> oh, that was wonderful, Carrie. Uh, a real a real winner. Um, real An American winner. hero. Would not, would not just shoot it in the face. Um... Okay, so so if you like the show, you want to rate and, and review it on iTunes, you can do that. Uh, or you can check out our Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash duckfeed. Right? DuckfeedTV. DuckfeedTV, thank you very much. Or check out some of the other shows in the network. Maybe you like video games. There's a whole bunch of shows about those. Yeah, and we have... And, we have, and if, if you don't like video games, it's odd that you're here, but thank you. Um, <laughs> check this out. Uh, you may remember way back in the fall when we talked about bringing back the pitch, mm-hmm. the, the two people uh, getting in touch with Gary and Brayton to do so. It's still coming. We have plans. 
stay tuned to this space uh, in a couple episodes. Yeah. And keep in mind, that's going to happen during off weeks. So uh, Teenage Dirtbag is going to go to every other week for a little bit. So uh, if you're the rare person... always every other week. You're right. It's going to stay every other every other week for a bit. But you're going to have um, more Gary and Brayton in your life. Yes, indeed. So uh, if you, in the rare case that you are somebody who listens to this show but does not like the pitch, uh, <laughs> as opposed to the much more likely opposite of that, yeah. um, then, uh, you know, we're not going anywhere. We're just going to uh, – there's going to be some weird stuff in your feed. Mm-hmm. So. Okay. Cool. And, uh Yeah. Well, Gary, here we are, season two, living up to one of our promises. We're going to have a better sign-off than just saying goodnight. Is that our sign-off? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm supposed to yes, Andy. Yes, that is our sign-off. <laughs> better sign-off, 2016. 16. Solve all your problems. <laughs>